Hey friends, welcome to episode 46. I hope you're in good spirits and doing well emotionally and psychologically. Uh, this episode is about well-being. Um, and uh, I actually originally recorded, started recording this episode a few days ago. And a couple of minutes in, I stopped and I deleted the entire recording. It wasn't a lot, maybe about five or six minutes. And as I was talking about the way I'm managing sort of my well-being, my physical and emotional well-being, I just thought it sounded silly. Um, but then uh, today I was listening to uh, the, the latest episode um, of Default Alive, uh, which is a new podcast that I highly recommend. is by Corey Haynes of Swipe Files and a lot of other things he's doing. Uh, and Chris Baggs. Um, I have a lot of respect for uh, both Corey and Chris uh, because they are very honest um, on their show. And I, I really like that. And most of the podcasts I recently really enjoy is the ones where the founders in public on Twitter, uh, they're doing their best, they're working their hardest, uh, they're putting their best foot forward. And they're just, you know, making a good, decent presentation of themselves of their business as they should as we all should because we're trying to serve customers and we want to um, show uh, some level of confidence not arrogance and just you know tell people that you're still working on your product that you mean well um, that your product solves a problem that you value your customers more than the money they pay you and everything that goes with running a, a really honest joint business. Um, and then when you listen to their show, they go deep down inside of how the sausage is really made in the factory. You know, because most of the time, especially with big companies, um, you, don't, you don't get to see the behind the scenes. And you're thinking that, you know, these people have it all together uh, and they have it all figured out and they're making millions and, you know. But the reality of it, they're not. And it's okay because we're all human. It's it's a human condition not to be every day upbeat and and hundred percent. I mean, to me, that is nuts. Like if if somebody is like that, they're really forcing themselves to really be that, uh, which doesn't la last long. Like it's it's not sustainable. Um, and the real ones, uh, some of us that are really vulnerable in these shows, which could at some point backfire if say a potential uh, client listens to some of the conundrums and some of the um, difficulties that we have, it may, sound, it may sound like our product is not doing well, etc. But uh, the reality of it is that, you know, most of us, all of us are fighting a good fight. And there's incredible obstacles. We are alone. Most of us are either working on our own or maybe two founders and we're doing sales and we're doing coding and we're doing marketing, and some of us have kids, and some of have have a life outside of all this that we're trying to do, which ultimately is uh, an effort to make a good living, offering a good service, a good product, making people help uh, happy, uh, which is the sort of my ultimate goal. Uh, whenever I have a customer care uh, support ticket, and I'm able to actually help that specific client who is probably located uh, thousands of miles away from where I am 
and they say thanks and it solved their problem it solved their company's problem to me that is more worth more than any MRR increase or any new sales uh, that is that is just the 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 key to what we're trying to do, what most of us are trying to do, just make people happy with our product. We want to want our product to be relevant because there's so many other ways to make money. And, you know, we're, we're choosing this sort of harder way to not just make money, but bring value to the world. And there's a price to pay for that. You know, it, it can take an emotional toll. Uh, we may ha we may have mood swings, a uh, couple of different mood swings in a single day. We may be happy in the morning, and then a and the client cancels later on. We may feel down, and you know it just could take a toll on you. And you may feel like, hey, you know this is draining, and I should probably just get a job, and just you know do the routine thing, and which is fine as well. But um, you know we're we're choosing to to go this harder way in a way and make something out of nothing. And hopefully people uh, relate and respond to it and our business becomes a success, uh, whatever success is for any of us. You know, for me, maybe 10K MRR with making 100 people happy for someone would be five millions uh, in MRR with millions of users, you know, which all of these roads are fine. And um, from a recent talk that I uh, that I had at a local incubator, um, one of the things that I mentioned in one of my first slides, I think it was second slide. The first slide was intro, who I am, what I do, etc. And the second slide was know your goal, like what you're trying to achieve. Is you should you should really know why you're doing what you're doing because when you know that, every decision that comes around, you you're most likely to know the answer to, um, if you know what your ultimate goal is. And let's say my ultimate goal is to run a small SaaS company that serves hundreds of clients and makes up to maybe 5, 10K in MRR. And then if there's a point where I see the business could scale with my current mindset, I would probably sell. Uh, I don't want to manage a huge team of people. I don't want to deal with investors. Um, I don't want to run uh, constantly during a single day, constantly be thinking about my business. That's not my goal. So when I know that about myself, everything that comes around, I'm really at ease knowing what my answer will be. So I get messages on, on LinkedIn from VC associates saying, hey, you know, are you raising? Uh, you know, we can raise this much. We're giving pre-seed and, you know, we like your podcast and we want to talk to you. And my immediate answer is, hey, I'm not a good fit at this time. Uh, thanks for your uh, for your uh, inquiry, for your message. And that's I'm at ease with that because I know my goal. So anyway, sort of went on a ramble there. But listening to the uh, latest episode, it's episode 8. And the title of the episode is You Are Not Your MRR, uh, where Corey and Chris go down talking about their businesses and the struggles of it all. And it got me thinking, you know, after I recorded part of this episode, uh, it got me thinking, hey, I should really record a rep episode and share what I do, what I am doing recently to really maintain my, my health, first and foremost, so I can continue doing what I'm doing. And I've been a mess uh, starting this year, uh, and it was just a buildup. It wasn't uh, about COVID or anything. It's just it was a buildup from years and years of working really hard, technically sitting down and working hard, not playing a lot, not having fun. Uh, you know, just sticking on the same routine, doing the same things that don't work, which is insanity. And um, 
Uh, I had a panic attack. I, I had an episode covering that, which is a really sad episode. I don't recommend you listen to it. I haven't listened to it since. But I wanted to share that because, you know, that's the point of this podcast. I want to stay open and know that all of us are real. You know, we have these difficulties, these human conditions. But the point of it is we don't have to stay there. You know, we can recognize that human condition and that is normal and that is okay. We can be down, we can be depressed, we can have a panic attack, that's totally fine. But the point of it at all is that to have these tools and these options that you can pick up from your bag and just know what to do in a certain situation or recognize when you know you might hit a wall and then just be at ease with it and know how to um, put yourself in a position where you don't hit the wall, where you're actually striving more. So over the summer, I got myself uh, a therapist and this is the first time I'm sharing this publicly and uh, my, uh, my inspiration from doing that was from Justin Jackson of uh, Transistor, who was very open, especially last year, about you know his struggles and getting into therapy, etc. And when I say therapy, it's mostly talking to a counselor, so it doesn't have to be pills, it doesn't have to be a certain regime you have to follow. It's just having a professional listen to you and um, ask you certain questions that would trigger a new way of thinking about yourself. Uh, and about your thoughts and, and what matters and what doesn't. So for me, that has been very helpful. If you can afford it, uh, I would highly recommend getting a counselor who sort of is in, in lines of, um, you know, what you're struggling with personally. And initially, I did about two months every week. And then after that, I just got on a monthly basis because I, I sort of, you know, two months for me every week, so about eight to ten sessions I was able to sort of, you know, clean up some of the cobwebs that I was dealing with, not just this year, but just like years and years um, uh, down the line because I, uh, sort of my story, I'll have another episode about this, sort of my story is, is not, I, I don't want to say unique, everybody's story is unique, but I was, in, I was living away from my family for about nine years, I was living in the States, I was super young, and a lot of things that I dealt with, I dealt on my own, like I didn't have a, a very close family to sort of help me guide through, especially like sort of more of, a, of an adult figure uh, to help me. So a lot of things bottled up and just, you know, from years and years of like trying to not sort of consciously push it down, but just, you know, the human nature is to sort of, you know, push through and maybe leave things behind. But if you really don't deal with some of the difficulties that you're going, uh, then, you know, they'll, they'll pile up. So that helped me a lot, getting a counselor, somebody that's very professional, uh, who, who knows how to ask the right questions and, you know, just make you think in a different way. Um, so with that said, that sort of um, got me started and during the summer, got me started in this journey to sort of live a healthier life uh, and not a life that is based on some regime, but just sort of have a menu of things that help me. Um, a quick side note, I follow s some of these... Um, pages on on Facebook that put out quotes etc and uh, one of them is really decent actually and they put out really interesting quotes every day can't remember the name of it something about inspire anyway I can't I, I'll try to put it in my on my show notes um, anyway the quote was uh, so whenever somebody would go to a shaman the shaman would ask him uh, somebody with an illness or, or, or some disease, some uneasiness in their life, the shaman would ask him, when was the last time, well, or rather, 
when did you start when did you stop singing when did you stop dancing when did you stop playing when did you stop laughing and honestly most of us are not doing those things we're so much involved in our startup uh or trying to make it a success and coding and marketing and thinking all these different things we can do that we really don't get to play you know uh we don't get to shoot some pool with some friends or maybe go to, a, to an actual pool <laughs> and swim for the day or maybe take a massage or um, go on a hiking trip for two days with some of the friends or maybe call up uh, our high school friends that we haven't spoken to in a long time and just switch our perspective. And that's what we need. We need distractions because our mind is constantly ruminating along the things that we're doing and uh, we really need distractions all the time. Uh, you know, whatever it may be, half a day of doing something or maybe two hours of, of you know, getting a beer with friends. Uh, some of the friends that you may not be talking anything that we're doing, something completely different. Uh, sorry, just I'm talking too fast. <laughs> and, uh, you know, almost sounding like an expert or guru of some sort, which I'm totally not just talking from my own perspective, what's working with me. So I'll go ahead and share some of the things that um, have been working for me from summer and on so i'm trying to sleep a lot uh so i try to sleep about nine hours a day um a night <laughs> not a day i guess a 24-hour day uh so I, I try to go to bed around nine or ten uh, during weekdays uh, weekends i'm more lenient with myself so i wake up at six and um i'm doing a quick quick workout and my workouts are basically a mix of uh some five to ten kilograms of dumbbells and some and using my body weight to do maybe push-ups or, or certain exercises that i find online i sort of have a plan but it's mostly about stretching uh, about warming up uh doing some heavy lifting not heavy like in, in terms of like heavy lifting as bodybuilders do just some dumbbells some bicep curls some triceps maybe some military presses some shoulder presses some abs, some push-ups, and then during the day, here and there, when I catch myself, I've been sitting for a long time, just quickly get on the floor, maybe do 20 push-ups or however I feel. And if I, if I miss a workout a certain day or if I want to sleep in, I'm going to sleep in. I don't have to follow this, uh, you know, as a, as a sort of strict rule or feel bad that I missed the day. No. And maybe some days, if I haven't slept well and I start working out, and I see that my body is not responding, you know, it's not maybe energized. I maybe will do some stretches, take a shower, you know, stop doing the workout, maybe do it later. It's just options, you know. I don't want to push myself. I, I used to do that like way long time ago. And then you hit an injury, uh, you burn out. So when people say listening to your body, that's exactly what it means. If your body is really not responding that day, maybe you had a beer or two the night before, it's better not to push it. Your body is your teacher. Like it's telling you, hey, I want to stop. I want to rest. You know, give me some rest. Maybe take a nap. Um, you know, just relax. Maybe not work for the day. And uh, that is helping me. Uh, I'm drinking less coffee and alcohol. So coffee, I used to drink six, seven, eight uh, cups a day, uh, even sometimes at night. So now it's only one coffee per day around 10 o'clock or so after my breakfast. Uh have cut alcohol a lot honestly uh beers i like i'm probably one of the few that like the taste of beer so recently i found this um peroni which is italian beer and he only has like 3.5 alcohol 
uh, and sort of that's their marketing. That's what they're sort of selling. It's a good beer with 3.5% uh, alcohol, and it's really good beer. I can enjoy it after dinner. Uh, maybe it's a Friday. I, I'll get it in the afternoon. Uh, but yeah, uh, I used to enjoy whiskey a lot. Uh, recently, it's not like doing anything. Uh, maybe when the winter comes more, like when it snows, maybe I'll feel more like it, but I'm not drinking it. So mostly beer, wine. Not every day. I used to have everyday beer or something, some alcohol in my system. Last night I had a beer. Maybe I'll have one tonight if I feel like, but then maybe I won't like a couple of days. And whenever I'm going with friends, which is this part is really tricky because my, my friends tend to drink more. They don't care about the well-being part that I'm talking about here. They probably make fun of me, um, which is fine if you're making fun of me as well. <laughs> um, so when I, what I do, one of the tricks that I'm doing, I get like a, a big half a liter beer maybe, like a, from a, from a, like a draft beer, uh, like a pint. And I'll just kiss it <laughs> all night long. Like I'll, I'll sip on it. I mean, I don't have to be, I don't have to have alcohol in my system to, uh, you know, laugh and have time, have a good time. So, you know, like I'll just, you know, kiss that beer, quote unquote, all night long. Uh, while my friends are having maybe, you know, a couple of them, three, four, five, I'll just have that one. And if I feel like having more, I'll have more, you know, like that's what I'm trying to say. Like, you don't have to be so hard on yourself. Um, and one thing that has helped me actually tremendously with sort of my new, outlook uh, of my own life is meditation um i've done meditation here and there and i know it's been helpful but recently i downloaded headspace and um it uh i started doing their basics one two three they have these you know programs and i'm on a i think a three-day streak again i just i'm not trying to be very strict about it i just like doing it at night before going to sleep maybe at 10 to 20 minute session and what it's helping me do is one of the things that you know they say is like the more you try to do with meditation the less you will get out of it so the goal is to start every meditating meditating meditation session with a beginner's mind not trying to achieve anything not trying to repeat a good feeling that you might have had before it's just being there listening to your senses listening to your body listening to your breath just really focusing, and if you see your mind drifting away, bring it back in again. And that is doing something amazing with my awareness, with my concentration, with me being at ease with thoughts I get uh, during the day. Before I used to really, now I know, now I realize that before I used to let my thoughts really take hold of me. And a recent podcast that I listened to with Tim Ferriss and Hugh Jackman, Hugh Jackman, the actor, he mentioned something which is very simple and he said i'm i don't let i'm not going to let my thoughts control me i'm going to be the master of my thoughts so if i get a thought it's just a thought i'm just going to let it go and i'm going to be a, a, a master of my own brain how i use my brain to have a really good life because because thoughts will keep coming in and if especially during this year with the politics and with the covid and also with the information overload that we're experiencing you know throughout the day it's good to know it's good to be very vigilant intelligent about how you let your thoughts uh take a hold of you so you know meditation what it's doing to me is that whenever i get some thought especially if it's a negative one uh i know it's just a thought uh it's not predictive it's not you know, it's just a thought that is a combination of my fears or anxieties or whatnot. I'm just going to let it be. 
I'm not going to try to ignore it. I'm just going to acknowledge it that it came through, came through the door, and then just let it through the other door, you know, <laughs> if that analogy, analogy works for you. You know, just not trying to push it away with your energy because that's wasting energy. It's just welcoming that thought. It's, you know, it's great that you're here. Uh, you know, if the thought is like, hey, Clary Task will never make it. Yeah, that's fine. I'm just going to do the basics, the fundamentals. I'm going to, you know, uh, uh, revamp the design. I'm going to relaunch it in February. I'm going to do use, use user docs. I'm going to work on some other ideas. And that's the end of it. Like that thought is not going to do anything to me because before it would take a hold of me, I would get so stressed out about, you know, where things are going, etc. So um, meditation is really helping me. I would highly recommend that you download Headspace. Uh, there's another one. It's called Balance. And I think uh, up to the end of October, I, I could be mistaken, they have a f their first year free. So you can download it, use it fully. You can start paying the next year, October. Uh, but I decided to pay for Headspace because I like um, the guided meditations they had. I like their voices. Um, and it just, I noticed doing something incredible with me. And I'm more aware. Do I get anxious? Of course I do. Uh, but I, I have the tools to, uh, to, um, to really push it away. Uh, am I upbeat all day? No, I'm not. I have times when, you know, I just want to relax and I see myself, I've overworked myself and uh, I just go out in the sun in the yard and just, you know, lay down. You just have, you know, have coffee, have tea, have, have some drink. And if I have days that I don't feel like working, I'm not going to work. I'm not going to push my myself through the wall like I used to do before because what that does, it just builds up to burnout. That's all it does. It doesn't make your design better because... At the end of the day, the way you're feeling as you're making your product, as you're writing your blog post, whatever you're doing with your business, if at those moments you're not feeling good about yourself, about what you're doing, if you're not at ease, those things will come through the product. And people will not respond as well as on those things that you did when you felt your best. And you know that. You know, you know the thing that you did when you're feeling when you were feeling, you know, better about yourself, about what you're doing, and then you put it out to the world, and even if it didn't get a lot of response, you'll know that some of the responses they, that came through, you'll know that those people got it, and they, they felt your energy because we are energy, you know, we're putting what, whatever we're doing, that's our energy moving our hands and our mind to make the thing that we're doing. So if our energy is low, if our energy is dark, if it's negative, it's going to come through. So anyways, I... Again, sorry, I'm 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 sounding like some some newly found guru, whatever. I'm not <laughs> again just trying to share these things because I am so excited with myself being at ease with my own sort of being that I want to share these tools and hopefully one of them at least helps you, you know, be your best emotionally and physically, and then produce the best uh, the best work uh, you can. Another thing that is helping me getting my finances in order. I got a new accountant uh, s a couple of months ago, and she really was strict with me with what I could do with my money. Some of the things I didn't know, she really put me in sort of these stra straight lines, you know, taught me how to do budgeting right, which I thought I knew, but, you know, she helped me budget my, my business expenses, my personal life expenses. So now, when I'm at ease, with my finances being better and okay, uh, I'm more at ease with, you know, getting rid of that sort of stress and then dealing with other stuff. 
because I have two kids. They're both in private, uh, private school, private kindergarten. So expenses add up. I need to get a new car. Uh, I live quite away from the city, so we're now sharing one car with my wife, and it's very difficult, especially when you have two kids and live far away from the city, and you have to do things. Um, so I have all these things, you know, that I have to take care of. So I, my first thing is my finances being in check. And I've noticed with me, it might not be with you, if my finances are not right, I'm not feeling good. Uh, I get all these diff diff you know, various dark uh, thoughts and all these anxieties and panic attacks about other things. And whenever I have my finances in check, everything goes away. Like I don't, I don't have those things anymore. It's, it's, it's super weird with my brain, but I am learning more and more as I, go, as I go forward. And again, meditation, having a counselor at least once a, once a month we talk to, just share the, the little tiniest details that are maybe bothering you and have them help you reframe those thoughts and see what your, your goals are. So that is very helpful if you, if you can afford that. Um, and um, another thing, I mentioned a lot of Corey's, uh, what Corey was saying uh, on his uh, episode uh, eight. And one of the things that he mentioned, which I used to do a lot in back in the day, is like I had all these tasks and I had to get through them. And I would push through myself. E even if I, if I found myself really drained, I would push through the tasks. I would get them done. But that was so counterproductive to my sort of well-being uh, all through the week. So now what I do, um, things that are helping me get in a sense of you know, playfulness and, and happiness and, and ease. Um, and I'm not talking about glitter and rainbows and jumping around sort of positive, you know, just being at ease, being at neutral, sort of, you know, not sort of stressed or not crazy happy because that's another stress in my opinion. Just being neutral and being at ease with what we're doing. So these things that, are that I mentioned uh, really help me uh, start the day uh, on a good mood and uh, sort of, you know, uh, in a good sense of, you know, feeling emotionally good. And another thing I didn't mention, I, I take a cold shower after my, uh, after my morning workout and it's not cold like you know people sort of all these experts tell you to do. Uh, what I do is I, I go in with a warm water, decently warm water, and then slowly I, I put it down to cold, and then just put it to the point where maybe crosses a little bit my comfort level, and I try to stay that at 10 seconds. And it wakes me up, it energizes me, I can see my skin sort of tightening up and getting ready. So if that works for you, I'd highly recommend that as well. And again, I, I don't do any of these in extreme sort of fashions. My, my, my workouts are laughable. They're super short, 20 minutes, not heavy weights, decent weights, some stretches. Uh, my meditation is super simple. I lay down, I sit down in my chair. Maybe I'm, I'm sitting crooked, just listening to the guided meditation. Uh, what else uh, I'd mentioned? I drink plenty of water. And uh, yeah, so you know, just take it easy on yourself. That's all I'm trying to say. You know, if you're struggling, just be nice and kind to yourself because the things that you're doing are amazing. Not a lot of people do what we're trying to do. You know, do all this, wear this all different hats, and and try to be you know happy at the end of the day. And uh, yeah, try to get as much distraction as you can in your life. You know, do something different. Uh, it doesn't have to be expensive. Just just get yourself out and and you know experience something new. What I do, uh, one of the other things I do to, to get distracted, I take a long ride on a different highway and listen to podcasts. Sometimes it's a podcast that has nothing to do with what we're doing, you know. 
um, and uh, I really, I really, that sort of, you know, gets me, gets me in the mood. So, um, yeah, let me see. I spoke a lot. I spoke real fast. I sound like a guru. I apologize for all that. I hope you got something good out of it. It's 30 minutes, so I'm going to cut it here. And uh, I, I hope you're doing good. And please take care of yourself, your product, whatever you're doing, your family, everybody around you needs a happy you. So take care of your number one first, yourself. And then everything, I believe, in good time will will show up and, and take care of itself. All right. Talk soon. Bye.